0: Time to play with pain. Hosted by Emmy-winning comedian and writer, Jeff Cesario. Interviewing guests from comedy, entertainment, and sports. Plus, legendary sportscaster, Chet Waterhouse. Don't worry, this shouldn't take longer than your average trip to Costco. And now, here's your host... Jeff
1: Cesario. Oh yeah, baby. Welcome to the uh podcast. Uh I, I love this guy. This is going to be a great one. Uh we got him in between a uh, jet-setting vacation. Yeah and, yeah. and his grueling road tours. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's Brian Regan. Brian, hey, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. You uh, you are in your uh, your, your sumptuous library
0: yeah well I, I like to make it look like i read and <laughs> and do work oh read is that what goes on in libraries reading and working <laughs> i don't i don't know I've never been in one I, I assume that's what happens in libraries
1: okay I'm gonna guess I don't know if you can even reveal where you went on vacation because the paparazzi will swarm you next time I know that <laughs> yeah right so uh, i'm gonna I'll take a shot. Rapid City, South
0: Dakota. Yeah, you nailed it, man. We went, <laughs> we went to Rapid wow. City, South Dakota. I don't know, I don't know how you guessed that, but uh, <laughs>
1: right out of the box. See? <laughs>
0: um, no, <laughs> a, a cruise, a cruise around the Hawaiian Islands. Oh, is that the local pronunciation? Yeah, I, I, when you get there, they. <laughs> They throw the V on there. It's Hawaii, ah, uh, just to I make guess. you feel bad, right? And you go, man, I guess I've been stupid all these years thinking it was Hawaii, but um, had so, I not mispronounced
1: that, I might have passed as a native. You said
0: right, <laughs> and just so you know, it's Ravid, Ravid City, Ravid. Oh, I
1: apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not from that area, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I don't get to go on vacation. I got my nose at the grindstone. Uh, but here's how, here's how I, here's how I jack myself up a little bit. You, you know, you may actually be a, a good person for this. Um, I, and this is all true. I would never do an endorsement if I didn't believe in it. I actually found, uh, something like an energy booster drink, you know, those little crazy things. And they start usually with like a guy who's, who's like, can't load his station wagon and then seven minutes later he's bass fishing for like nine hours i can't do that because there's caffeine and crap in it i found this thing called magic mind which uh you know again you are approximate in age feels like a little bit of an old hippie thing you know i like it magic mind <laughs> i'm already intrigued <laughs> you sure, know yeah. great, but great. it's got a, a no mm. caffeine and, and it feels it. I tried it and it, it felt good. It gave me a nice shot of energy without any weird buzz. Uh, no effects or anything like that. And so I've been using it and, uh, and, and I'm digging it. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I don't do it like nine times a day. I do once, you know, once gets you through boom that, that working part of the day when you're in your library reading or working, it gets you through that part of the day
0: and i feel like i'm on an infomercial no 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 <laughs> here's what i'm saying
1: all natural and, and, that,
0: and now the magic mind information is going to yeah, crawl across yeah, the crawl bottom across of, the, of the screen
1: oh if i only had a production budget i would so <laughs> do that uh i have to reveal it uh verbally to people uh but honestly i i really like this stuff i really think that's good stuff it's all natural all organic uh go for it no caffeine nice bump um very good. MagicMind.co, C-O, MagicMind.co. Use the promo code PAIN, and you'll get, uh, I think, a bunch off. You get like 30 or 40% off, something like that. So uh, if you want to try a good, clean energy booster, go to MagicMind.co. Use the promo code PAIN. All right. Uh, we're going to dive into some comedy and some sports, uh, but first got to find out if Chet uh, has an update. Chet, do you have an update? Do I have an update? Does Kanye West avoid the Diamond District? Of course I have an update. Time for the Waterhouse Update, sponsored by Slaptop, the new computer from Will Smith. NFL, Steelers beat Tampa Bay. Brady yells at his O-line with the intensity of a guy who wishes he could holler at his wife. Packers (laughs) look sadder than a Manhattan hot dog vendor on Yom Kippur. The New York Giants are 5-1 for the first time, Brian since LaGuardia was a decent airport. (laughs) And together, the Commanders and Bears scored less points than Herschel Walker on a highlights quiz. That wrap-up sponsored by Instagram Crackers. Photos of Graham Crackers right at your fingertips. College football. Tennessee beats Alabama and the vein that bulges in Nick Saban's forehead filed for divorce. Utah (laughs) sneaks past USC like a chihuahua under an owl's nest and michigan pounded penn state harder than an underpaid alicia keys hits a steinway that wrap-up smasher by nutsacks a perfect serving of nuts in a pocket-sized sack that's nut sex! America's pastime. No, not counting Nick Cannon's kids. Baseball. Playoffs. Los Angeles and Atlanta eliminated. But what other cities are even in the National League? Oh, San Diego and Philadelphia. The liberal arts majors had a new Apple product release like them. They just keep coming at you. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1949, the place. Wilkesboro, North Carolina, driving an Oldsmobile. Red Byron finished 16th in the Wilkesboro 200 to claim the first ever NASCAR racing title. After the ceremony, Byron returned the Oldsmobile to the parking lot at the bus station where he had stolen it. This Waterhouse Update sponsored by 45 hour energy drink. Live big. Crash hard. Uh, that's a little too much. Now <laughs> to Jeff and the unreal, incredibly funny Brian Regan. Wow.
0: And was- Chet. Chet's on fire.
1: Yeah, Chet comes out of the box hot. You know? <laughs> you don't well, have there- to crank start Chet.
0: No, I wonder like when he wakes up, if if he's like uh, if he's that. In, well, we, we'll ask him next time. Next time he makes yeah. an appearance, we'll we'll ask him. Yeah, if, he'll come in for some out of sponsors bed, later. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I, I
1: think he does. I'm not sure how much he sleeps.
0: <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound like much. Yeah. Chet, do
1: you? He's back, Hang on. Is it Chet, do you even? I don't. I hardly sleep. Most of the time because I'm at a budget tell near the highway just keeps me up all night. But if I get two, three hours, I'm fine. Plus, you know, the monkey Testosterone uh that goes straight in the eyeball at about 4 30 a.m that's what i ride through a day in the library oh okay
0: there you go all right yeah all right we got the baseball
1: playoffs here's this is interesting i think for both of us
0: uh
1: should be some fun playoff series uh and now with the dodgers out of it i'm a casual fan i got no dog in the fight um there's no, you know, somebody versus my team. It's do or die. I kind of like that better <laughs> <laughs> than watching a team I'm rooting. It's much easier to throw a party when you don't give a crap about who's right. In, who's in the who's in the games? Uh, which is more fun for you? Because I know you're a huge like Golden Knights fan. You're Vegas all the way. Probably a Raiders fan at this point. I'm guessing.
0: Uh well it's Or are you a Dolphins fan still? It, it, it's an interesting dilemma. Like I and in fact I was talking to someone yesterday that I wouldn't know they they wouldn't play each other in the Super Bowl, but like if it came down like down to the AFC Championship game between the Dolphins and the Raiders, I would be torn. I I you know what I mean? Like I'd be happy yeah. with either team, but uh I probably still because I grew up with the Dolphins be more for the Dolphins.
1: Okay. So if it's if it's uh Kansas City uh versus say Philadelphia for the uh, Lombardi Trophy in the Super Bowl. Are you just kicking back? Are you three sheets to the wind before it? Eat? people coming in
0: your door and you're like, "Yeah,
1: there's some food on the table. I'm just going to enjoy it." I mean, <laughs> I, I want that. I desire that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I like a good game. Like, if it's a team I'm not interested if it's a team or two teams I'm not that interested in, I can still watch it and enjoy it. And I'm always rooting for the team that's behind. So it's it's always going to end up <laughs> being natural. a disappointment. It's always going <laughs>
1: right. to.
0: Because the team that's behind at the end of the game is has lost. So... <laughs> so- so even
1: if it flips near enough to the end, you then revert back and that's now
0: uh, that's now losing. Correct. <laughs> Whoever's behind, I'm rooting for.
1: Does this come perhaps from being <laughs> the 7th in a family of 43 uh, Irish children or it's
0: possible, I don't know, but uh you know that uh Kansas City Buffalo the the playoff game that yeah. went back and forth you know it's like every time it went back to the other team I'm like now let's see what buffalo can do now let's see what Kansas City can do so so you prefer to be disappointed
1: <laughs> it's a it's a good natural feeling for you yeah the end of every
0: game i go ah <laughs>
1: I like it. You also said something interesting that could perhaps spice up uh, uh, any sport that feels like it's flattening out, maybe even baseball. But you said, if I'm watching a a team or two teams, and I thought to myself, hey, why not three? Why not three teams? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If we're, we're constantly trying to figure out, is Kansas City better than Buffalo? Why not both of them in the Super Bowl? Against Tampa Bay, I love that. I yeah.
0: would love. I would love like a, a baseball game with three teams, <laughs> sure. and just figure out some way to rotate who's in the field. And uh, I bet if you, you get have the, comp-
1: <laughs> the competition. The bottom of the ninth, <laughs> yeah, right. and the Cubs have beaten the Reds
0: and the Phillies. <laughs> that way, there'd be two teams who lose, <laughs> and I could really be into it. You would feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey guys now uh, that portion of the broadcast sponsored by oh this will be a guitar a whole guitar if we got here going uh they're sponsoring us now the fender Catacaster, the guitar that licks itself clean that's the fender Catacaster. back to you guys uh thanks Chuck. uh have, <laughs> how about, how about
0: a, bo- a boxing match you know they ring the bell <laughs> and three guys come out <laughs> <and> just <laughs> and just start pounding on each other. Sure and uh how and, entertaining would that be?
1: <laughs> and maybe the ref is in some sort of uh gyro cam thing so he can kind of <laughs> hover around them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. I think Seinfeld had a great bit um about uh professional wrestling. He he and he talks about the refs, you know like are they, ever, are they ever controlling anything? And he said that uh, a guy could drive a bulldozer in a ring <laughs> in professional wrestling, and the ref would go, hey, whoa. <laughs> now watch out with that thing. Yeah, hey, now watch out.
1: <laughs> you're don't do anything pu- illegal
0: with that. <laughs> yeah, you're pushing it a little bit with the bulldozer.
1: All right, have you uh, regretted taking up golf yet? Oh, because uh, it's it's life itself. Uh, and yet at other times, it's just a frustrating bag of shit. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and I know you golf. Is there a – have you ever gone down that rabbit hole? That is the crown king of rabbit holes. The internet hasn't done anything on guys who want to improve their golf game rabbit holes. <laughs> that is a whole. I mean, right. there are guys with contraptions on the course that they have. <laughs> have you ever gone down that rabbit hole?
0: No, no, not crazy. I mean, I I tried a golf coach for a short while, and uh, you know, I but I only went like three or four times to the guy. And and I, it, what's weird to me about golf is that you do you will get better at one aspect, right? It's like, okay, I got to work on my sand play. So uh, you get better at getting out of the sand. And then I go out on the golf course and I shoot a 105. And then I go, (laughs) I got to work on my putting. So I work on my putting and my putting improves. I do a lot less three putting and I shoot a 105. And it's like, I got to work on my irons. Maybe that's it. I got to work on my irons. And you go to the driving range, you work on your irons, you get them more consistent, you end up more in the fairway. You go out and you shoot a 105. So it's like, there, something yeah. is always getting bad <laughs> while something else is getting good.
1: Yeah, there is a uh, uh, a point of diminishing returns when you improve your sand shots, and then you realize, well, ninety three percent of the
0: course is grass. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, they um, say I, some trouble here, <laughs> right? They say a con- a common like a a goal for a lot of golfers in life is to see if they could. Uh, shoot their age, right? Which is... Well, kinda... when you hit 105, you're <laughs> in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that's my goal now, is to live to be 105 years old. Or I'm going to give up on that dream, and now my new goal is to bowl my cholesterol level. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one.
1: <laughs> because medication will lower your cholesterol. <laughs> right. I don't have to improve my bowling at all. No, that's actually healthy. <laughs> Knock on wood, you can get your LDLs down to 79 and you're in. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> right. As long as they put the rails up. Yeah. <laughs> right. That should be a,
1: a, a, a request that is not an embarrassment for an adult at a bowling alley. You should be able to just look at a guy and go, "Hey, rails, let's go." Right. <laughs> I need, I need nine and a half shoes, and I need rails. Full rails. I know. Last time I tried the half rails on
0: the on uh, just on the bottom part. I need the full rails. <laughs> How about on the golf course? You know, oh, hey, yeah. I, I need some rails. I need some rails alongside this fairway because it looks like a disaster. <laughs> <Right>. Netting, please. <laughs>
1: I've uh, I've used my uh, my uh, expertise at sand wedging. Could someone come out and hit my fairway shots for me, like <laughs> a tag tag in? I think we're on to something. It, do you ever get to a point where this is my magician's theory, and it does apply to some extent to sports that we get a little fanatical about, like golf, stuff like that? My magician's theory is: this. <clears throat> it's fine, magic. It's fine, but if that's you a took great endorsement, uh,
0: yeah, it, <laughs> I think you can tell where I stand. <laughs> fine is good. If you look up "fine" in the dictionary, that that's that's fine. It's good. It's you know, it's a, <laughs> I'm, I'm not reading that much into it. You're reading something
1: into it. I'm not reading. Right. I, it's okay, but, but if you took all that time and energy you used. To master tricking people and put it on something constructive, you know, like (laughs) cabinet making. Right. It would be, um, the amount of beautiful kitchen cabinets in this world would be astounding, is what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
0: You see this cabinet back here? (laughs) Failed magician? Siegfried and Roy. (laughs)
1: exactly my point exactly damn it (laughs) hey guys that one's sponsored by the fender telecastrator the guitar where both sides can tear it up that's the fender telecastrator back to you guys (laughs) (laughs) uh i will say this you're following football clearly you're a dolphins fan they're having a great year
0: and, they were they were three and zero, and now they're three and three.
1: Yeah, well, but then you know when you lose your QB, and the yeah. kid's good. The kid was having his best season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tango Vailoa. Uh, I don't know how they would say that in Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I'm not sure Or <laughs> the W or the V goes. Uh, but your cross-state uh, hated arch nemesis, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are having a bit of trouble themselves. And I- I'm going to say this right out loud. I am gaining some joy from Tom Brady's problems. (laughs) I know that's schadenfreude. Um, It's not huge, but, but, and it's not personal. I actually like Tom Brady. He's a little dry in the personality department for me. I prefer an Aaron Rodgers just because, because you don't know when that bullet train's going off the tracks and that that's a fun (laughs) kind of a fun ride. Uh, but you know, Brady's excellence, his diligence, his, his discipline, all admirable. And, and he, and he's also fun to watch cause he's such a competitor. But the fact that a guy at that level, six Super Bowls, supermodel wife can still walk in the door and go, honey, now we got to start right away. I don't know why that makes me feel like humanity evens out.
0: Yeah, I I think it's a natural instinct I think to it feels good when somebody fails occasionally, you know, because then it makes you feel like, well maybe maybe I'm like Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? But but I, <laughs> but the failure part is kind of all the time. But uh yeah, but nobody knows that.
1: Because your life's not on uh, CBS or Fox every Sunday morning, so you can get away with it a lot longer. The self-delusion yeah. can can continue.
0: What kills me is the fact that they have to do an interview they have to do an interview after every single game and you know oh it's God. impossible to win every single game and anytime you lose a game they stick a microphone in your face and say what happened and it's like (laughs) we lost we did not play as well as the other team as the other team Uh, wasn't that obvious didn't you watch the game
1: (laughs) you gotta figure that's what they want to say and that's why occasionally guys stick out they tend to be coaches athletes stick out i should say they tend to be more on the coaching end of it uh bobby knight uh mike leach the college coach who will speak his mind but an athlete it's like we punish them for being glib funny on the money uh and a little bit sarcastic in a in a moment when they have every right to be they've been asked this question seven billion times
0: and 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 so they're just forced to do cliches. They just have to yeah. say cliches. As, as, and you know it's like well you know we got to get better and uh, you know next, we're gonna we're gonna concentrate on our next game. We're gonna like focus. Yeah. And uh, you know it, it's all it's all nonsense if you ask me. We're gonna do all the things we did for this
1: game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if we win it. Then we won't be having this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it's well you have that great bit on on the uh
0: the uh must win. Must win. <laughs>
1: Which... Would you
0: consider this a must win game? You got you're down it's a seven game series, you're down two games to nothing. Would you consider this a must win game? No. No, I, it's not. It's a mathematical thing. Uh must win and if you're not down 3 then you don't have to win them you want to win them but you don't have it's not a must win so to answer your question no it's not a must win it's a like to win it's a like to win we we all want to win but but mathematically when you when you really lay it all out you don't we won't we don't have to we don't have
1: to yeah mathematically we're still in it We're still in it. (laughs) If we lose. It would be great if somebody just came out and just went. I, you know, uh, it's a tough loss because um, quite frankly, we partied most of the week. (laughs) Uh, We just thought our skill would pull us through. We thought we could turn it (laughs) on right at the end here. And now we couldn't.
0: Well, like, well, here's one of the cliches that they, they never say the opposite. They, they like after a loss, a coach or a player will never say, "Well, what we made the mistake of looking two games ahead." We were
1: <laughs> not a game, not one.
0: We weren't looking one. Game, we we were looking two games ahead, and we completely forgot about this team that we had just lost to. Yeah,
1: we were going to use all this uh, uh, bad energy next week <laughs> on the team we were going to overlook. Right. With well, the process we actually wound up overlooking this team
0: with the, the and and now they like add more and more interviews. You know, like they talk to yeah. the coach in the in the middle of the dugout in the middle of the game. I'm like sitting in the middle of coaching a game. So I think why not take it to the ridiculous degree? I think in baseball they should have an interview after every pitch. Like, oh, that's great. The Make pitch. the game
1: longer is what. Yes.
0: Yeah. Let the pitcher throw the first pitch and it's a ball. And then an, a reporter and a camera crew should go out to the pitcher's mound and ask sure. him about that pitch.
1: Yeah. What happened there? What happened there?
0: <laughs> what was
1: that all about? You've been waiting all week to pitch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> With a ball? Like, what were you it thinking? was a ball, like low and outside, and then uh, get his perspective and then go get the catcher's perspective. Yeah. Maybe the umps. The umpire's perspective, the 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 batter. What was the batter yeah. thinking? Did the batter think it was going to be a strike or a ball? Yeah. Was he surprised when it was a ball? Did he almost swing? Sure. All I, right. I let's get back, let's get back to the action. Let's get back to the second pitch. <laughs>
1: it's so, so really, you're saying baseball through the addition of some media and social media. Should extend to the full length of a cricket match.
0: It should. It should. They need to elongate this. It should be days. They need to elongate this game.
1: (laughs) Hey, guys. uh, That tip, sponsored by the Fender Whammy Bar, the rock and roll protein bar. That's the Fender Whammy Bar. And Sticky Buns, the breakfast joint with funny waitresses. That's Sticky Buns. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm working there this next weekend.
1: Oh, wow! What a coincidence! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually did an endorsement for them. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, I uh, speaking of work, had the great pleasure of producing and writing on your Netflix sketch show, which I thought of the other day because uh, it, I thought of uh, the character Gary Gary Bright,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which which something happened on TV where there was clearly an obvious choice to be made from a marketing <laughs> standpoint. And I didn't think they made the right choice. And it, it, it oh, great. very bright shot into my head, the whole premise of the bit. And you can probably go find it folks online on uh, uh it's called stand up in a way, which is a uh, Brian Regan's Netflix show. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere or, or you can go to YouTube and find the bits. But the idea was that you played a uh, marketing consultant. Yes. Who just missed. Right. (laughs) Couldn't quite, you know, guy walks in, I'm opening a bakery. Oh, great. How many bakers do you have? We have a dozen bakers. (laughs) So it's a bakery. (laughs) And And there's
0: there's 12 of you. There's a dozen of you. I've got it. What is it? Baker's (laughs) jury. That was (laughs) (laughs)
1: baker's jury was on the (laughs) side (laughs) and i just loved i loved the brilliance of a guy who and he never got it he never he he never nailed it down and and, but and never felt bad always thought he felt like he'd nailed it (laughs) to the point where the name of his company that was the button i believe was you were walking down the hallway and somebody said Your name again is Gary Bright. Yeah. And uh, your your company is a marketing company where you come up with ideas. Right. So your name's Gary Bright and you come up with ideas. What is the name of your company?
0: (laughs) Gary Ideas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I love the fact that it wasn't even Gary's. ideas (laughs)
0: like he knew enough like bright ideas it's you know it's it's Gary (laughs) singular Gary ideas
1: oh man that was uh, that was one of the most fun writers rooms I've Uh, ever been in thank you
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. It was great having you involved with that. And uh, boy, it sure would be fun to be able to do some more things like that.
1: Do you, are you looking for that? Where where are you now? Because you're killing it on the road. You have a built-in huge demographic that loves you. You could ride the bus, do stand-up, kill it, and boom, I'm done. I'm done with the frustration of Hollywood. Uh, You could be painting right now. You know, you could be one of those guys. I'm, I'm taking up desert landscapes. I don't know. So where is the creative part of Brian Regan's brain?
0: Uh, well, I, I still would like to do a, a sketch type show. I, I, I like think, you know, when I, my stand up bits tend to be like these little one minute vignette things. So that's how I yeah. think naturally anyway, comedically. Um, it's what's weird to me is there are more and more and more channels and more and more platforms. There's, there, there's thousands of channels with every one of them needs 24 hours of programming. And maybe I'm like Gary, you know, uh, Gary ideas, <laughs> Gary ideas. For some reason I can't convince any of these people. Well, how about me? You know, they're like, no, no, We're going to go with the billions and billions and billions of other ideas as opposed to yours.
1: (laughs) Even though you have a satchel of, oh, I don't know, three million people who turn out regularly for you when you tour. Yeah, that's the part that kills me. From a production standpoint, that's the part I don't understand where I go, wait a second, these these comedians, uh, successful comedians, You, Eliza Schlesinger, you know, all over, uh, you know, Kathleen Madigan, people are bringing a built in demographic. They will turn up and watch the show. And the exec just goes, yeah, we don't need. Oh, I I, I guess that
0: I was I was at a pitch meeting one time years ago. And uh, I'm not the funniest guy in the room, you know, just sitting around on a couch, you know, like if that's what it takes to get a show then I'm just not going to have a show. I'm not not going to come in and and be a funny monkey and and make you laugh to where you go, wow, we got to give this guy a show. So I was in a pitch meeting and the guy behind the desk, I forget what network it was. And he said, I had so-and-so in here the other day, some other comedian, and I don't want to say his name. He goes, and he had me laughing like crazy about that lamp that's right next to you. So he was, like, suggesting that I should be funnier. Yeah. And I wish I had said, well, then you should build a show around that guy and that lamp. That
1: lamp. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Because.
1: (laughs) But the thing is, even if you had thought of that, uh, there's a, a niceness to your core that probably prevents you from saying it. Yes, of course. But. It is something that you do want to kind of say and shove down their throats. It, but if if you do get something going, give me because I'm still jotting ideas. Sure, we got to get out of here. But let me just toss this one at you: supermarket sweep seniors edition. That's all I'm
0: <laughs> Let's just say the winner total sixteen
1: dollars and
0: Edna Edna is still at the starting line. (laughs) Uh,
1: The crew literally asked to clear her out. (laughs) The hilarious Brian Regan, everybody. Follow him on Twitter at, if I have this right, Brian Regan comic, correct?
0: I don't know. Yeah, okay. Okay. Brian Regan comic.
1: And now where are you going to be on the road? Where you got, what are your coming, upcoming days?
0: I have uh, shows this weekend uh, in the Northeast. Go go to brianregan.com or the Twitter, and it has the whole schedule. Uh, and, if you live in the Northeast, yeah, I'm coming your way. Right.
1: Anywhere from – consider it like a storm front that is currently <laughs> from western New York, cutting through Pennsylvania down to Delaware. Anywhere it, where that storm's going, Go to BrianRegan.com, do yourselves a favor, go see him. He's freaking hilarious. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming on, buddy. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. You got it. Uh follow me on Twitter at Real Jeff My album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming Everywhere. The play with Pain Mugs available at Jeff Cesario.com. Uh check the website for uh, my dates. I'm gonna try to sneak out and do some cities and stuff like that. Uh special thanks to magicmind.co. Uh, that's a, that's a clean energy booster. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Magicmind.co use the promo code pain as in play with pain title of this podcast. And you're going to get yourself a a nice chunk of change off your first order. No caffeine, all natural, all organic. It's, it's a beautiful shot in the middle of the day, beginning of the day, whenever you want. Uh, and tell your friends about the podcast. We're having a great time here. As you can see, Uh, uh, Chet, are you doing anything this weekend? Oh man. Oh man. Am I? I'll be in Pit o stomach Utah, calling the first annual Homemade Parachute Invitational. I'm not sure that one's going to be one of those long-term gigs for me. Uh, sponsored by the Pumpkin Patch. Kick your pumpkin spice latte addiction once and for all with the Pumpkin Patch. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.